Ladies and gentlemen, as we get into cheap heat, I need to tell you something very important. Every man out there, trust me, you look better, you feel more confident when you put on a suit. And Indochino is expanding into casual clothing with made-to-measure chinos, okay? They make the suits and the shirts to your exact measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort. Now, here's how it works, okay? You go visit a stylist at one of their showrooms. You get measurements. Um, you can also do the measurements at home, by the way. And you shop online at Indochino.com. You choose the fabric inside and out. You choose the design customizations. You submit the measurements with your choices, and then you wait. And in a couple of weeks, you have a tailored suit. So here's what we're doing. Cheap Heat audience, the Cheap Heat universe, go support and go right now to Indochino.com and enter the promo code HEAT at checkout, okay? They will give you a premium suit for $3.59. That is incredible. Indochino.com, promo code HEAT at checkout, and you get 50% off $359, okay? That's Indochino.com, promo code HEAT, and get any premium suit for just $3.59. Indochino, baby. Time for cheap heat. Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one sports and recreation podcast in the world. My name is Peter Rosenberg. I'm joined live from Philadelphia by the physically large SGG. What's up, SGG? Yeah, I'm doing really good, Pete. How you doing? I like delicious chicken. Always. And also, this is very special. Today we have the major, the m- 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 mage, the the majesty. Brian Dipperstein is here. What are your thoughts? He's very, very excited, and I'm glad you're here, Dip. We have a lot to get to. Um, we'll, we will get to the mailbag uh, later today, as it's known. M- 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 mail. That was live. Have I ever? Did you? Uh, have you heard the video of the little kid saying it? No. I would love to, though. Oh, you didn't play it for him yet? Oh, I haven't played it for you? What? Didn't we play it on the podcast, Greg? We did. We did play it so on I the podcast. So I guess you didn't listen. Nice play, play it immediately. Um, so I'll play you that. It's a little, what, what week did you play this? I, I A few weeks ago. Maybe maybe I didn't hear it. I don't know. Um, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Also, uh, a lot of people, um, not a lot of people, I got a few messages from people asking about my uh, hiatus from social media. Um, as I've often said on this podcast for many times, uh, on many occasions, I do not like social media. And it wears me out. And I wanted to see what life was like without it. So that is what I'm doing. But guess what? I am still available to one audience and one audience only. The Cheap Heat Universe, RosenbergBeats at gmail.com. So you can always send in your questions related to the world of pro wrestling. SGG, we have a lot to get to today. Would you agree? Yeah. So, like, a lot of outside the ring, uh, evolutions coming up this weekend. I mean, come on. Oh, my God. What's the, uh, what do you want to start with outside the ring, SGG? Well, the two stories that dominated uh, the wrestling news cycle since um, our last recording are Crown Jewel, yes, and uh, Roman Reigns. We'll get to. So we can start with either. Let's. We'll get to Roman when we uh, as our topic of the week. Let's start with Crown Jewel. As of today, WWE decided that they were going to be pressing on. Um, you know, moving forward with Crown Jewel as planned, uh, taking place in Saudi Arabia. Um, same date, same time. It's not a special, and not a special start time in Saudi Arabia. No, actually, it no, is. Actually, it is a special start time. Um, what is it like? Five in the morning? I don't know. Something crazy. It has to be a wild time difference. But I feel like nothing, not a single storyline of any kind will progress at this pay per view. Not a single one. Well, I, I mean, you probably already thought that. Now with everything that happens, I definitely think that. Yeah, they're going to downplay it as much as they possibly can. I think Braun will win the title. Although I haven't, I have an opinion. Um, we could talk about predictions if you really want to, but um, I think there's also a chance that Brock Lesnar takes the title for a short time. But um, I, I mean, I don't even think they've decided yet. 
Um, yeah, I don't. We have Brock and Braun, AJ, Daniel Bryan, um, the DX versus Brothers of Destruction. There's no implications there. This WWE World Cup thing, the Bar and the New Day, number nine hundred and thirty-three. Um, so yeah, I agree with you, Dip. I think particularly now, not a lot they do. Um, you know, I, I I probably don't feel quite as strongly on the subject of the as the of the event taking place as people would think that I would only because I think it is slightly more um complicated than people give it credit for they think it's as straightforward as something clearly terrible appears to have happened with this government get out um and while that's a, a reasonable way to look at it it just seems to me that it requires a little bit more thought. If I had my choice, they do it there or they move it to Chicago. I would have taken them moving into Chicago. That would be my personal, yeah. my personal preference. Or any surrounding Middle Eastern country. Yeah, or by exactly. Throw it over to Jordan. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that would have been my. I think that would have been ideal. But I. Yeah, I think everybody wanted them to move it. But I do under you know in their statement they were pretty clear. About the bo- the bottom line implications for the year. Can we get Israel? That would be an interesting take. I thought about that. I mean, move it to Tel Aviv, a hundred percent. Or you could always move it to a, a really beautiful country called. We could be in the middle of Miz Country. That's my favorite country. You're so good at that. You're so good. What? No one knew when to play drop. You should consider a career in broadcasting. Well, here's the thing about me and broadcasting. I just want to thank each and every one of y'all. For all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it! I mean, thank you. So I don't have a lot more on Crown Jewel, and guess what? I'm sure there'll be lots of tweets about how my opinion wasn't that big about it, but guess what? I don't have Twitter. There's uh, there's some schmageggies on the internet that think that, uh, that uh, the best in the world means that CM Schmuck is coming back. What to be the best, he's the best in the world. So what's the best in the world? Is that the tagline? Yes, that's his tagline. No, but is it the tagline for something else? Yes, it's it's for the, the World cri- Cup. Yes, the World it. Cup to see who is the best in the world. And people started chanting CM Punk oh, when Shane McMahon was putting it over this weekend. But, SmackDown. but do they actually think that the big CM Punk return, if it's ever going to happen, is going to happen in Riyadh? CM Schmuck is never coming back. No. Dip is not a CM Supposedly Punk. there's going to be a, a Hulk Hogan return at uh, Riyadh, which is another reason to not... That that's true. To yeah, to not do the show or move it or change it dramatically. I mean, it's it's a moot point now because you know WWE already said that they're going to do it and they're going to honor their contract and they're going to move forward. But um, yeah, I'm I think prove, they, brother, that I can beat you anywhere, anytime. We could either get that yeah. Hogan, but we'll more likely get this Hogan. If you actually think. If you actually think I was just the right guy at the right place at the raw at the right time, let me say it one more time so you completely understand, McMahon. If you actually believe in your mind, if you actually think that I was just the right guy, there you go. So we'll see. So, yeah. But what we'll also see though is who is not going to appear at Crown Jewel because apparently. Um, Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. and John Cena both informed the company that they will not be going to Saudi Arabia. And so, that, is that a uh, fact? Do we know that uh, officially? Well, WWE hasn't confirmed it, but um, Ryan Satin, who I must say, I don't know who his sources are, and I wouldn't because I, I haven't asked, and he probably wouldn't tell me. That's not how journalism works. But he is he is very accurate with his reporting. On situations like this, and he reported um, on the pro wrestling sheet. Uh, him and his team came back and said that they have confirmed that Daniel Bryan did indeed inform the company that uh, he does not want to perform at Crown Jewel and would not perform hmm. um, at Crown Jewel. So, uh, I mean, all right. Well, we'll see. We'll, we, we, we'll, all, we'll all find out about that. You know what? Uh, we got to move on. I don't care enough about Crown Jewel. I mean, I, the, the story about whether they were going to do it or not is big. Now it's over. I sort of decided within a few days they were definitely going to keep it. I just got the sense that was going to happen. Um, I don't think they ever intended to not I, do it. I think I don't think. Yeah, which is sad too, because like the the reason it all 
you know, the uh, guy is dead, and that's the reason well, why everybody's I, I, I actually will, I will that. disagree. I, I believe, based on things that I heard, that there was pretty serious conversation. I, I believe that this was under legitimate consideration to change. I, I thought momentarily it could. Um, I don't think it was an absolute no-brainer. I think they had to read the the tea leaves as they saw it. But whether that's the right call or not, well, we'll we will find out. Yeah. But there is. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just not common that the biggest performer in the industry announces that they have cancer again, and that is what happened on Monday night with Roman Reigns, completely out of nowhere. Um. Dipperstein, I'll start with you. What was your reaction? I literally have not cried since my father erased all my Napster files in 1999, and this was the that, that, this was the first time I cried. I think in 25 years. Wait, are you being serious that you haven't cried since then? I haven't cried, cried. This, here I cried, cried. I mean, what are your thoughts? That's, I mean, <laughs> I, you, you haven't cried. You cried, cried. I cried, cried. I cried, cried. At what, I get, at what part? Peter, I cried at your rant about. WWE not getting any Emmys. That's a, a well, couple of weeks. I'll ago. be honest. Roman's promo was good. Mine was better. Um, I, I get more emotional about wrestling than anything in ever. You know you, that. You know that speaks to a serious problem. I have problems. Okay, I have an issue. Confirmed. A confirmed issue. You live in kayfabe, and this is your. It's professional wrestling. Actually, we have audio of Dipperstein at a. At a he went to a. Um, he recently dip actually took a trip. He didn't know I was recording him. And he went to a wrestling sort of convention in a small uh, high school in the Midwest. I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. Yes. See, that's him. It's still real to me, damn it. See, that's nice, step. That's me doing a southern accent. It's still real to me, damn it. So what part of it made you cry at which point? I, I immediately, first of all, I was avoiding uh, the Jew World Order chat all day. I was avoiding other chats that I'm on. I knew that something had happened, um, and I didn't know what. I literally knew nothing, um, but I knew that something huge had happened, and I got a couple of phone calls on my cell phone telling me that I need to turn on the TV right away, and I said, I'm at work because um, I'm a, a, a professional agent. And, well done. Uh, c- confirmed. And um, I needed to wait until Measure. I got home. I also have Spectrum Cable that does not air raw at five o'clock anymore, so I have to wait till eight o'clock um, in my in you know the new Dipperstein Towers. Um, um, that's right, the new Dipperstein and, Towers. Yeah, and so uh, in the Hollywood Hills, confirmed. And so when I turned it on, um, I uh, I knew I knew that it was going to be something with Roman Reigns because he's the only, you know he's the only person that people would be going crazy about right now, um, and uh, I, I knew it wasn't something good. And uh, I was very, very, very upset to hear it. SGG, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I'm with Dip. Uh, you know, earlier in the day, there were rumors that he was injured. So, you know, that was floating around. And then when he shows up in the in like street clothes, not even in a Roman Reigns shirt, but just like a plain black shirt, gold chain out, blue jeans. Um, then you knew like something serious was about to happen. And then... He when he says he's been battling leukemia for like eleven years, I believe it was the number he gave. Then it's just like that brought everything into perspective and like his whole career and like you just think about all of it, like the the irrational booing and like the way that people <laughs> treated him this whole the whole his whole career basically, um, his whole singles career at least for sure. And then he's performing under the stress of. That plus the stress of having like this, uh, you know, debilitating disease that he doesn't know of, you know, when. Well, but the, come but the thing is, you have to remember, that. it's been in remission. So it's not like he was working with it thinking he was sick. Um, by the, I'm not taking away how incredible what Roman's done is. Here's the thing I, I want to ask. How shocking is it that I don't know anyone and I have not been talking to anyone in WWE? But I don't know anyone of our group of people that are big wrestling fans that knew of this history of Roman Reigns. I had no clue. Yeah, I don't think anyone knew. I did not know. So isn't that isn't that pretty crazy? He is, like I've interviewed Roman about his past before. Many people have interviewed Roman about his past before. Eleven years is a long time. What do you yeah. mean? Look, I'm no one to judge anything in 
any capacity about this type of scenario. Yeah, but um, I guess you know it, it's it's a it's a lifetime ago that that I guess he I guess he's been in remission but, for many many many. years. No, but I would just think if if it if it impacted his like football career, mm-hmm. and, you know, and all that stuff, it just seems like me. I wonder why he made the decision to be so private about it. It's, it's just interesting. Maybe he felt it as an athlete. And as someone who wanted to be a, a, a big athlete and then join WWE at that time, he didn't think it would be helpful. In this era, being a cancer survivor would be your whole story. Like it would be such a part of who you are. That's a very good point. And the WWE sort of deserves credit for never pulling this out before. With all the work Roman does with children and make a wish and every, they never once in an effort to try to get him a cheap pop. We're like, you know, Roman Reigns, like on a can on when they do things about cancer, bring out Roman Reigns and announce it. They could have really, because it was one of the all-time face turns we've ever seen in terms of the crowd just completely over the course of one night, going from a lot of people booing this guy to everyone cheering him. So it's interesting that they never brought it up before, and I wonder what the logic was there. I think at the end of just going back to the, the fans, I think at the end of the day, when it comes to something as serious as this. There is that separation of appreciation for what the guy does. And by the way, I'm that guy. I am not a Roman Reigns fan. I mm-hmm. never have been. I've been critic. I've been critical of him since, since the, the jump. But when you hear that he has been battling cancer for this long and been living with it and been wrestling with it, um, there's a different level of respect for a performer of that level who's achieved this much success. I mean, the man's headline for WrestleMania's in a row. Right, and you take yeah, a moment. But that—that's what makes it sad, though. Is that like, is that it's appreciated now, and like it was right there the whole time. Well, what? No, it's true. What were you I, I, just want, I just wanted to be uh, contrarian to SGG, but, but uh, you, I completely agree with you. Yeah, but listen. But at the same time, guys, it's wrestling. No one has to like Roman Reigns. No one. No, ha- I'm not saying. No one has to prefer I'm not saying him that you or have to like him. You know. But, but you know there were people who like they they just didn't and couldn't make that separation though like as much as they want to say they did like their hatred for Roman Reigns spilled over into like their hatred of the guy and the person like the person making the make a wish appearances or like the person walking down the street or like the person's fans or people in a Roman Reigns shirt like and that's just toxic nope. Well, you're a mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's true. People, people were like that. People were like that, and it's just it's sort of sad because like there's part of the show like booing him or whatever, but to let it spill over into like other aspects of your life will cause you to tear down other people. You can't come on, yeah, now yeah but anyone as, like, anyone who lets any of that cross over in any other part of their life has an absolute problem to start out with. Yeah, I mean, is there any more room in Arkham? Facts. Um. <laughs> But people have secrets, though. Like, if if you have something that you've decided is locked in the vault, you can do a million interviews about anything. You can get right next to that information, and it will not come out. And this could be something that Roman had locked in the vault until Monday. And it probably could have stayed in the vault until Monday, uh, you know, on Monday when he decided that he was going to relinquish the title. Yeah, no, if they'd wanted to keep it a secret still, they could have. But, um... I think it was cool that they didn't, and then I think it's even cooler that on the same episode, uh, we get the turn, the Dean turn on Seth. Yeah. It, that was just like a twisting of the knife. It was one of the greatest moments of the last 10 years of wrestling. The re, the crowd, it was perfect. The crowd, I loved it. And let me tell you something. It takes a lot for me to say that. I, you never say it. It was, I, th- I thought the last couple of weeks were amazing. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was more entertained by the last two weeks of Raw, besides obviously the terrible news, that of storyline wise, than any of the, in years. I, I think I texted the group this. Did I not text the group this? I did. Yeah. I texted the group that I was fully entertained this week, whether th- between the Ronda promos, that whole storyline, the, you know, the Roman of it, or the, um, the, uh, the Dean Teal turn. I mean, it was incredible. Yeah, there's been a lot of good stuff. Um, but this is a really unique and interesting circumstance regarding Roman. And most importantly, we certainly send our love out to him. He's a really good dude. Um, mention the cinch. Yeah, and I'm sure he will be fine and kick leukemia's ass and be back soon. But yes, a very unique circumstance that changes, uh, a lot about the, uh, 
the WWE picture. And it's interesting that it happens in the middle of this uh, Shield reunion. Yeah. And you wonder when they were actually going to pull the trigger on Dean if this didn't happen. Much later. Probably Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah. Or or Rumble. But, I mean, it changes. The, 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 the Roman situation changes WrestleMania this year. I think more than anyone could ever imagine. I mean, it literally is like a domino effect in regard to every scenario that they might have been playing out for him. You know, so we can talk about that later. Dip. Now I know you made a list of things you wanted to talk about. <laughs> I did, of course. I don't do this that often. Notes because you're a m- 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 Mark. Who? M- 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 Mage. Major. So what do you have? What What were your topics that you were so excited about? I wanted. To, Greg, I, do you mind if I if I oh. toss it to Dipperstein? Oh no, no, please. Thank you. Here, ask me and Gene what he thinks. Rick Flair, you have made world... Put that cigarette out. I've never heard this. You haven't? <laughs> Maybe once. Have you heard this? Another man who's been waiting anxiously with anticipation. His name is Jeff Harvey. Hardy. You know, by the way, every time, uh, Greg, because you're not in the studio, same studio, Dipperstein has this bizarre habit. I, I guess it's normal for people who don't do radio. He laughs and mutes it so you don't hear it. You're allowed to laugh. I am? You. <laughs> You're so funny, let Peter. It, let it go. Every time I play a drop, he he laughs and 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 mutes the sound so nothing comes out. I don't know what I'm doing. No, you don't. I don't know what the hell. All right. Is so, going w- on here. what topics do you have? Um, I bought uh, WWE 2K19. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, we have a message from the Cheap Heat General Manager. <laughs> he says, <laughs> Dipperstein Rosen, Rosenberg had given you the opportunity to express your interest in stories for the week. However. Things have changed at Cheap Heat, and we have decided to forego your topics. Wow, that is shocking. <laughs> for, all, for all I've done for you. Hold on. Another message from the Cheap Heat general manager. Just kidding, Dipperstein. We've changed our mind. Go ahead with your topics. I want to say that WWE 2K19 is the greatest game, the most complex and interesting, intricate video game I think I've ever seen. Really? It's the greatest wrestling video game ever made. Is that what? true? Oh, my God. That is- it looks well, insane. It's insane. It's mage beyond mage. Mage beyond I mage. So mage beyond to mage. That it's the goat wrestling video game. Though. As far as the like the new era of two K games, it is so far advanced and beyond from the other game. I, this is the only video game that I play and buy every year. Um, I didn't uh, get mine in, in the uh, in 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 the mail this year, so. <laughs> I, didn't get, I didn't get mine in the mail this year either, though. So um, <laughs> don't worry about it. Anyway, but. Um, the um, I, I want to tell the cheap universe. The first thing that I do every single year when I buy the the new video game is that I immediately go on the custom the uh, community creations. I download every single video. I, I download every single character. I pull up Royal Rumble 1990, uh, which is my favorite event ever, and I um, I download all of the customizable people that pe- the, the the characters that people have created on uh, on the community, and I recreate Royal Rumble 1990, and then I play it for two weeks, and then it's over. And that's kind of the that's, that's the nerd that, <laughs> that I that is you. What are your thoughts? Um, I think you're a psychopath, but th- that wasn't what you said you wanted to say. Um, the the, you the a second, challenge for the community. I do have a challenge. The second thing um, that I do every year, uh, at least in the last four or five years, is um, I turn I, I I look at the customizable the community creations, and uh, I see if anyone has created a Peter Rosenberg uh, character. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, again, unfortunately. Uh, no one. A there week, was a one week, last year. A week. There was one last. There year. was. I didn't see that. Well, I only, I only played there it for two weeks. There was one last year. No, I, I said last I year. Got, yeah, yeah. You didn't get one in. All right. So, so here's my challenge to the GP universe. Um, whoever can create. I can't believe no one. I can't believe no one made one. Whoever it was. First of all, it was Rosenberg who made his own last year. No, I didn't. Um, that is not true. Liar. But you're hurting me. Whoever That's sad. Whoever can create the greatest. Peter Rosenberg, look-alike, customizable character this year. As they say in the UK, or looky-likey. Or the best looky-likey. Mm-hmm. Uh, there'll be some prize. I don't know what the prize will be, but we will figure out the prize. It will be a mage prize. Major Jays. 
A major J's. A major price. J's price. Okay. Major J says. Okay. Major J's. Major J's. <laughs> certainly. Major J's. Yeah. Don't, certainly a don't, shout don't out. I want everything. I want. The I want the 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 the, the beard thing. The, the sort beard of bad gimmick. beard. The sort of doesn't really fill in beard. Yeah. The beard gimmick. I, I want the Bobby Heenan jacket. The the schleppy. Definitely sometimes the, the, the schleppy button down. I oh, want. I want the whole thing. <laughs> I want it all. <laughs> no, I want it in the Heenan jacket with the PR on it. Um, too easy. Yeah. I think that probably already exists. I want the face to be perfect. Right, the, well, the beautiful, gorgeous face. Thank you. <laughs> what else do you have, Dip? Um, uh, well, I want sweet, fa- sweet Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> Continue. Um, I wanted to just—I I, I wanted to talk about um, what really bothered me this week. Is I, it's something I think that they need to stop doing. Okay. Um, Very wrestling start to this. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I, I don't mean to really look. I don't do this that often, so I'm going to jump around. I'm sorry. The the uh, the faux battle royal, the faux women's battle royal this week. I, I I hate when they say when they when they show the the um, the audience what it is going to be. I know. I know. What, what is this? Like we don't know what a battle royal looks like. Is this what is this what they're all going to look like uh, in I, the ring together? What did, are they doing? They did it last week too. And and when the guys are sitting on the ladder before TLC, I, this I, is what they look like on ladders. This is what they look like in a battle royal. What is this? I know. Do they think we're this is it? Do they think there's something wrong with us? Yes. Yes, they do. I got to tell you dip, it's a great commentary. Because I, I I agree the battle royal it's the simulation out, it stood out to me last week when they did it with some of the women and like oh and she's throwing her oh and she, oh this next week oh Bro, what is what is this battle battle royal is a term that is almost so mainstream that people who don't know anything about wrestling know what battle royal means it's crazy they have to simulate every gimmick it's absurd Greg you agree yeah no one hundred percent I just I thought about it when you said that too. Battle Royal is so people don't need that explained. It's permeated pop culture as like a reference now. I'm like, you know what? That that is true. They don't need to trot them out two weeks in a row. It to cheapens the whole demonstrate thing. Demonstrate it. It's insane. Yeah, it's what's wild. Anyway, all right. What else, Greg? I mean, uh, dip. I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Dolphin Drew. Um. You know, I, I feel like they're going to break up now. I mean, at some point, eventually, in the very, very near future, and it's going to be interesting to see if they feud again. I mean, I, I know that Drew is now going to feud with Strowman, but what are they going to like? What are they going to do with Dolph again? They're going to Dolph is going to be out, I, goodbye, good night, good luck. With you know, Dolph? I, gotta, I mean, that's what's going to happen. I got to tell you, it's it's worrisome in that regard for Dolph because even though I thought I, I didn't like that, I don't know. I never liked Dolph's look for this tag team. Agreed. Like, like jacket, like I just didn't really like it. But he did have purpose. And I hope he doesn't lose purpose again because it seems like Dolph gets something and then they move on and then you don't understand. I mean, even his music these days is just like a record scratch. It's bad. It's bad. They need Dolph needs a full blown Alex Wright Germany whatever that whatever that what like a full redo <laughs> German character. Yeah, what was it called again? What Berlin was Berlin. It Berlin. He needs a full don't Alex Wright Berlin heel turn gimmick change reboot. Yes, I do think a full blown. He needs something. Dolph, oh yeah, Dolph needs something. He's he. You could argue that if Dolph's career ended, here, here we come with a scorching hot take. If Dolph decided to stop wrestling tomorrow, given his talent level. You could argue his career was one of the all-time disappointments. Absolutely. Yeah. You know how I feel about Dolph. I think he's an incredible wrestler. I think he could have had the one of the greatest IC runs, like long, incredible, major Shawn Michaels-esque IC runs of all time. And he's had a few, but none of them were memorable. It's not It's not the way it was supposed to be for how talented he is. Agreed. Especially with that Money in the Bank cash-in that he had a few years ago. Um, What was it, in New York? Yeah. Like the five, day after five, WrestleMania, and like he was, uh, it really looked like he was going to get shot to the moon, and then didn't happen for him. But even when he came back, they didn't pull the trigger. Yep, I remember it well. Uh, anything else, Dipperstein? Yep. Um, obviously, there's going to be a huge void now with Roman Reigns. I think you know. I, I was just reading the dirts, and they were talking about um, you know that WWE is considering bringing up uh, someone major from NXT to kind of be the shock and fill the void and like, you know, 
get people excited. And I think that needs to be undisputed error. Like, I, I think that it, I, you know, I, obviously they're on top right now and they're still building Adam Cole and they're still doing all that stuff But with them. But at the end of the day, I don't think there is a bigger pop right now that they could possibly achieve. What about, than, the, what about the dream? Um, I don't think so. I love Velveteen Dream. You know how I feel about NXT right now. Yes, I'm obsessed. I, I know. But I don't, I don't think he's ready. I think the Undisputed Era is so ready. I think people are ready to sing that song and be like, to- like their theme and be like, so, you know, or, you know, not saying, there's no words, but, uh, you know, do that hand signal. I think people are so ready for that. Greg, who, who would it be for you, Greg? Yeah, um, I'm trying to think too, because, you know, with Roman Reigns gone, that, that opened up, you know, a baby face spot. So it doesn't, just sort of doesn't make sense to fill that void with a heel stable. To me, okay. um, they'd be even, babies, though. You know, if they came in. No, I don't know if their their whole attitude is babyface, though. Well, who give us yours? Whether you guys disagree or not. Uh, but you know what, though, I, I can't think of a babyface that I would take from NXT right now. What? Maybe EC3, just because he has you know some experience and he's been with the company already. He could be ready to go. I think. Um, yeah, I think EC3 comes in. He's a jobber immediately. It's not even a question. He doesn't have enough. No. He doesn't have enough. I think he's, no. he's, I don't know. I think he is, I think he could be Joe Barra Jace, at least, um, when we're talking about even NXT in the next couple of I years. I mean, they, they have had him jobbing out a little bit. He's jobbing. Well, I'd say a lot on NXT, but I don't think that, that, that would be his trajectory on the main roster. You're crazy. Um, I was looking for mail. Who did you guys say? He said EC3. Oh, and you think EC3 is going to be Jobert Jace? Yes. Uh, you know what? I got to tell you, when EC3 came over, everyone, I don't pay attention to TNA at all anymore. It's not a thing for me anymore. No disrespect to the people. There are great people there. Um, there's a lot of talent there in a lot of places, but I just have been so checked out that when EC3 came over, it didn't mean anything to me. So it's just like I heard about other people so excited. I never saw it. I, I don't. I just don't see it. I, I don't know. He seems like that guy. He seems like Test. Like, you know. Totally Test. That's a very smart comparison. And, very. I mean, and, oh, and man. no disrespect to Test. He won't be his major's Test. I don't think even his major's Test. No, I, I don't know. It's tough to gauge because of his NXT run and the way it's going right now. But then, like, you know, look at Elias. His NXT run was abysmal. I can't remember one moment from it. And yet here he is. You know what I mean? Like it could go, it could go any way on the main roster. You know, you think about the revival, great tag team at NXT, and then right now they're sort of floundering. Um, Bo Dallas, great NXT champion, and then he went from you know Bo Leave to barely being on TV, social outcast, and now we haven't seen him since the B team lost their tag team titles. Um, it could he could hit on the main roster. I, um, I disagree. I'll tell you guys, you know who I want. You want to break, you want to get people going? You want to have the whole place pop? You need someone to fill in for Roman? I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. No, you know what? There is only one person for the job. Another man who's been waiting anxiously with anticipation. No. His name is Jeff Harvey. Hardy. You're just hiding behind your drops. I know. I know. I know. It's sad. It's sad. I know. I, well, when I'm, when People I re- are talking. When I record at the station, I get very, very excited. Um, I will say this about um, Carlito, though. Every year that they don't do it is a year, like, it, it gets less and less made. She, that, that return for it to be maximized. Um, oh, it's never going to happen. It's over, it's, my friend. Over. It's on the clock. I got it's bad news. It's on the clock, really. Because, like, he's going to end up looking like Lashley. Lashley was big and then he came back and it was just like okay I think it's already I think it's past Lashley at least Lashley is with Leo yeah I like I like Leo I like Leo doing commentary during his matches grabbing the microphone and yelling during it and yelling Lashley Lashley and no one uh, cheering along how could you like that do you really like that or are you just saying that Um, no I I love it I don't I don't it's it's I think legitimate like so annoying that I kind of like it. Ugh. 
You got to get feeling. You got to. You got to get. You got to get feeling for for Lashley. I spit in the face. That's why I played it. I know. That's why I did it. I spit in the face. Um, what, real quick, the other thing that I, the other observation that I've noticed over the last two months, three months since I've been on a podcast, the mid card on SmackDown right now is just being buried. There is, I mean, they are sleeping on people galore, sanity. Uh, uh, Shinsuke, Andrade. I mean, it's 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 getting ridiculous. It's crazy at this point how much talent is being I, slept on. I don't know if I'd say they're being slept on. I mean, Sanity has. I don't know. The last Did you time watch we SmackDown this week? There was no one on SmackDown. There was uh, the two people on SmackDown. Oh, Becky and Charlotte. Yeah, but they're the AJ. AJ. That's fine. AJ and Daniel the Bryan. usuals. Right, but they it, Miz and uh, Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton and uh, Jeff Hardy closed it out. We I, hadn't seen Jeff Hardy for a while, but I like that though. You don't see everybody every week on SmackDown, and that's a thing that Raw could because it feels like on Raw, like either people matter a lot and then you see them all the time; they take up all the time, or they don't, and then you never see them. But on SmackDown, when people pop up, they still feel sort of important. I mean, is Jinder Mahal still at the company? I mean, it's it's absurd. Jinder Mahal, right? Wow. He, he fought. He had a match with Finn Balor uh, last week. I know, I know, but it was it was bad. Um, Dip, do you have anything else on your big list here? I can't wait for. I think they should do a Truth TV versus Miss TV. I know they started teasing. They they did like a little tease of it on on SmackDown this week. But a Miss TV, like having them both on each other's shows, they should do that gimmick for a couple of weeks. That would be really fun. Truth TV is surprisingly good. It's and, over. And Greg has the. Um, has he continued to not use the shotgun and jiving? He has, he has. So it's good with me. I mean, Dip, do you think it's a coincidence that when Greg started attacking our truth using shotgun and jiving in the song, that it went away? Do you think that's weird? No, I think they heard it. Are you serious? No. But do you, you don't think that's odd? It's been his theme song for ten years. I don't know. Look, I, I don't, it's strange. Uh, it, that's been happening on GP for, since the beginning. By the way, he, by the way, can we talk about how great Listen, he, R-Truth the looks? He looks great. R-Truth does not age. He's ageless. He does not age. He looks 30. It's crazy. Um, Hold on. My brother is calling. Hey, Nick. Who are you talking to? We're doing the GP podcast right now. Um, since well, you, I've heard of that. Since you don't, do, since you don't watch <laughs> wrestling anymore, give us an opinion or thought on wrestling that like picks up from the last time you were watching wrestling mm. or like a question like what's going on with the machines <laughs> <laughs> who were who were they nick who were they nick who were can the you mach- name one machine under know. the mask That's what i'm worried about I, I have no idea i've been wondering about it for a long time and nobody's ever told me neither can i i, I live in kayfabe yeah Dipperstein doesn't know either he doesn't want to he never he wanted to find it i don't want to know um any other thought? Any other questions about uh, wrestling? Um, no, there was something about. I was thinking about King Kong Bundy recently. And what, what sort of way were you thinking about him? Oh no, we were talking about how terrifying he legitimately was, and I still kind of think is. As a child, King Kong Bundy, for some reason, man, I don't know what it was. When you saw like the Saturday Night's Main Event promo and King Kong Bundy running to give someone this big splash, he really seemed terrifying. There was something about the fact that, like, there was no distinction between the top of his head and the top of his chest, <laughs> which was disconcerting. Yeah, he had, like, a torpedo head. It's the torpedo head. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, it was made. And I saw a picture of him recently, or more recently, and he actually looks better now than he did then. He does look pretty good, actually. It's a really it's surprising he doesn't come back for anything. Um, all right, Nick, I'll give you a call shortly. That's all you want from me on this subject? Hey, Nick, why don't you stay in okay? <laughs> yeah, do you have more? Bye. Bye. All right, there we go. So, where were we? I want to mention one more th- one more uh, social media observation I've made. Um, this observation. Person, uh, an observation, 100%. Uh, this, guy, this, uh, this Instagram feed popped in. I don't know if it was from uh, Wrestling for Sale. Shout out to Ted. I don't know if it was from Ted or whoever it was from, but there is a guy on social media right now um, his handle is uh, Hasbro Maniacs. Have, do you know about this? Yeah. Uh, Holy oh schmageggy, dude. And by the way, hold that thought. Put Oof. a pin in it right now. We've gone way too long without welcoming to the world young 
Lev Harley Goldstein. Oh, oh the new addition. The newest member of the Jew World Order was born on the other day. Sunday? He was born the other day. Was it Sunday or Monday, Greg? I think it was Sunday. I think it was Sunday. Um, so congratulations to Goldstein. He's the only Goldstein that I call both. Yeah, uh, it's so funny. My father and my whole father's side of the family says Dipperstein. And uh, my mother's side says Dipperstein. It's, and it's my father's name. And uh, I, I changed it to Dipperstein. That's really interesting. What are your thoughts on that? I, I have a lot of thoughts. But Steen and Stein is a, it's just not decided. It's like the most Jewish thing in the world. Like, we don't know. We can't decide. No one knows. Goldstein, Goldstein. Either way, Greg, were you shocked that Goldstein literally named his firstborn child after Harley Race? Um, of course not. Harley Race was the goal. I mean, it almost felt, I got to tell you, almost felt that it was gimmick infringement. That Craig should have been the person <laughs> to get to name his first child after Harley Race. Yeah, what, what am I going to do now? I know. What are you going to Well, you can name your first child Roman. Um, but seriously, congratulations to Andrew and his wife, Jamie, on the birth of their child, uh, the Jew World Order. And Chief Pete is very, very excited for you. Um, and he's beautiful. So you were saying about Hasbro Maniacs. The work this guy is doing is so extraordinary. I've never seen anything like it in my what, life. I'm, what, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely contacting this man well, and having he, one made for you for some some. What is he doing? He's making them. He's making every sing. He's making customize. He's he's customizing Hasbro cards, um, and and figures from existing figures and making them current roster people and ones that were never made in Attitude Era and Federation years and is also doing them for people too like and making that like putting their picture on Hasbro cards and making their figure it's insane the, the guy is a legend Hasbro maniacs Oof. I'm obsessed also shout out to wrestling for sale I heard Ted had a uh, WCW flash sale this week ooh um, the guy has some stuff coming for Survivor Series weekend. Yeah, to, for the major pop up too. Yeah, that is so major. Dare I say major? It's it's Bed Bath and Beyond. Have a you should have a debate with yourself saying the word major. I think it's pretty major. Major. Uh, I think it's major. Major. <laughs> pretty major. Major. Um, Greg, is there anything else we didn't get to? Should we should we hit evolution real quick before we do mailbag? We should definitely hit evolution. I, I feel like the ladies are getting thrown to the side uh, with the WWE's promotion of the card. So we got to at least show them a little. It does. It does. It fun. does feel to me. Evolution doesn't feel as big now as it did the first few weeks of the promotion. Was it too long runtime? No, I think what happened was they just stacked. They stacked the schedule because it was evolution. And, then, you know, couple pay-per-views in between but then crown jewel and it's five days after and it's just a lot now hold on one second guys before we continue i just got to say these days it seems like everything's on demand you know podcast your entertainment your netflix everything's always on demand did you know you could get postage on demand all you need is stamps.com okay Really, really easy to go to stamps.com. You can access all the services of the post office right from your desk. You can buy and print real U.S. postage for any letter or any package. All available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just click, print, mail, boom, you're done. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale. You can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every single time. I love Stamps.com. So easy. Whenever I need to send some shirts over to wrestling for sale or vice versa, it's so easy. So what are you waiting for? Go to Stamps.com, okay? That is Stamps.com and get yourself laced up. So whatever you want to send, just get over there right now. Stamps.com. Check it out. Um, in case you're wondering, they are having a battle royal. A battle royal is a match when uh, everyone gets in the ring at the same time and you are only eliminated when you're thrown over the top rope and both feet hit the floor. Oh, my God. Uh, that match, I've never seen that before. Yeah, that match will include... Are there teams, are there teams in this battle royal? Or is it, how is it no, 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 no. Everyone, themselves? everyone, it's every woman for herself. And what do they do? What does it look oh, wow. like when they throw others, the other, you know, opponents over the rope? Do they just, do they struggle a little bit? Do they... Well, it depends. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they struggle, sometimes they, like, get held up on the rope, sometimes they fly over. But they're all in the ring at once. Yeah, when, 
All during it once to start. Mm-hmm. And when you fly over, you can get back in, right? It doesn't. It's just never ending. Or? No, 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 no. You can't get back in. You can't get back. No, in. no. Once your two feet hit the floor, you're eliminated until there's only one remaining. Are you? You're confused. I do. I need to. Uh, I, I need. I need you know. To you know what you should action. do. I don't know how this. You works. should watch SmackDown this week because they show you how it works with everyone in the ring at once, and they're fighting and they throw them over. You'll see. They show oh, it. Everyone's in the ring at once. Yeah. I thought it was like one at a time. No, no. You get in, and then if you okay. No. All right. One final question though. When they go over the rope, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they hit the ground. Yeah. Then what happens? Sometimes they try. They get angry. They try to creep back in. But they try to but grab so people's can, legs. So they can come back in. No, they can't come back in. Not legally. <laughs> Sometimes they come back in though, and they throw other people out just out of spite. And but usually they just go back and they you know they put their head down and they they go back and Got they it. fight with the ref a little. Got it. Yeah. All right. So in that battle royal, Tamina, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Ember Moon, Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Asuka, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Carmella, Lana, Naomi, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool, Andra Blaze, Ivory Kelly, Kelly, Maria Kanellis, Molly Holly, and Zelina Vega. That's what we know. Uh, any predictions? Zelina Vega. Agreed. I was going to say that. So, thank you. We we finally agree on something. Status man. When you're not, when you're right, you're right. I meant stat man, by the way. <sighs> I'm going to go. Not Oscar again. Amber Moon. It's time. I want to see Tamina win it. It would be nice to get let Tamina get a, like give it a shot. Like, can we give it a real shot with Tamina? I like Tamina. She's healthy. She is credible to beat up Ronda Rousey. I want to see Tamina, Nia Jax win the women's tag team titles, which is coming. It doesn't be, happen? That'd be Mage. That would be a Mage tag team. Oh, man. They'd be like the Sisters of Destruction. Be Mage. <laughs> Sasha Banks, Bailey, Natalia versus the Riot Squad. Um, who cares? Um, I'm, I'm interested to see the match, but the result is no. inconsequential. Nope. Uh, Trish and Lita versus Alexa and Mickey. I'm interested in that match. I think Trish and Lita go over. Me too. Greg? Yeah, I think so too. The, what about the Mae Young Classic final match? I'm gonna go with Io Shirai. Io Shirai versus Tony Storm. No clue. You don't, you haven't watched? Nope. Okay. It was very good. Um, Kyrie Storm seems like kinda blah to me. Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. You know, I'm going Kyrie. Kyrie. I think Kyrie. I, I think Shayna is moments away. Don't you think? Main roster? Yeah. I think she, I was going to bring this up later when we talk about WrestleMania if you want to still. But. Her and Ronda. Yeah. I think, it, I think Ronda, I think Shayna costs Ronda the title at Mania against Charlotte this year. And then, what, or something what, like that. I think that'd be Mage. Shayna, they're both on the same card at Evolution. And uh, Ronda is outnumbered. There's two Bellas. Yeah. One I, Ronda. Wouldn't I, this be the perfect time for Shayna Baszler to pop up and, um. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's a great thought, but I I think Shayna and Ronda, it's a way to make Shayna mage right away. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, last woman standing match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky, I think I'm going Charlotte this time. I think I'm going Charlotte too. She seems to always win in the big moments. And lastly, you know I'll be rooting for Nikki Bella, but I will go Ronda Rousey over Nikki Bella. Me too. Yeah, I, I was struggling with that um, as I stare at my fearless uh, Nikki Bella snapback that I caught from her in Madison Square Garden. But I'm not going to be a turncoat like you, and I'm going to go uh, with Nikki Bella. That would be really surprising. Really interesting. Almost impossible. But if it happened, I'd enjoy it. Uh, SGG... You got uh, some black power rankings? Uh, black, and I'm black, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, and I'm black, and I'm black, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black. I do, and like we spoke about um, earlier in the episode, um, my guy, my 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 goat right now, Roman Reigns, is going to be out with leukemia, and so I think it's only right for him to. To be the one and only on this week's Black Power Rankings. Because some things just transcend uh, professional wrestling. This is one of those things. Well said. So, one, two, three, four, and five. My guy, the big dog, Roman Reigns. 
Wow. That means Greg didn't have anything prepared. Now it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for the live version of mail. Wow, you're very excited to do it, weren't you? Yeah. And, oh, before we get into the mail, we still had those uh, three Undertaker contest winners from the mailbag. So I'm going to say this is your choice. I got to have you... um, I got to give you the login and password so you can get these winners out of the mailbag. No, what, what I'm going to do is the first three that you read are going to be the three winners. Oh, well, hold on. But I have people who specifically wanted to win this. <laughs> Yo. Well. Here we go. I'll, I'll forward you this one first. Um, Luke Buskin. He wanted to share a story with us about The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. First ever Hell in a Cell match. It was Bad Blood in St. Louis, 1997. I was in attendance. And I had a great view of what I consider to be the greatest wrestling match of all time. The unbelievable spots, the incredible story, and the spin-off Kane vs. Undertaker storyline has made a lasting impression on me even 20 years later. Shawn Michaels truly put his body on the line to entertain the local crowd. Really? I just <laughs> want to thank each and every one of you for all you've done to your bodies. <laughs> It's still real to me, damn it! I mean, thank you. The shock of Kane coming out and ripping off the door and beating down the Undertaker left everyone in disbelief. And for me, I was speechless as I made my way out of the arena, pondering what I had just seen. Um, and I still feel that way years later. Uh, like like watching The Sixth Sense. Anyways, he he says it defines why he thinks wrestling is so great. And stay MF and mage and enjoy yourself, Luke from the Lou. So congratulations, Luke! Congratulations, Luke! You're the you're the first Boom Studios contest winner. Look look at this, Greg. We are really doing a great job for people. You already know. Um, all right. Up next, let's get into some mail. Isn't it amazing? I can replicate it every time perfectly. It's a genius. Can't tell the difference between you and the drop. Chatter. Um, let's do. Uh, Amber, who says, been a long time listener of the podcast. Amber Rose? No, I don't think so. Oh. I think it's a man. Oh, okay. I, no, maybe not. I think it's Amber Rose. Isn't Amber? It's Amber it's Rose. Not a man. Well, I thought maybe it wasn't the real name, but like some sort of just using the word. But I know I think it is a woman named Amber. I've been a long time listener of the podcast. Really appreciate y'all's perspective on things besides Tony Statless trash hot takes. Wow. Greg, what? And Greg, we, we have Greg. our first loser today. Hmm, too. I love Amber. Amber is Amber is brilliant. Amber Gre- Rose is really knows how, really knows her wrestling podcast. Gre- Greg and I, I, I think from this is going to hurt even more. I think she's black. No. Yep, she's number one in the Black Power rankings this week. No. Uh, she said. Anyways, I was wondering if there was a version of the Double XL Freshman for wrestling. Who would y'all put on it? Andrew, just interested to hear what you have to say. Excuse me, my continued use if y'all are from Kentucky. Oh, and don't forget to stay mage and enjoy yourselves. Thanks, Amber. A mage question. What do you think? De- definitely Velveteen Dream. Yep. Definitely on that in that class. You could just look at NXT right now, period, end of story. Well, Keith Lee. Matt Riddle. Yeah. I mean, one match. But he's It's so about mage. if what who you're considering rookies, though. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a hard question. Yeah, like, who's, who's a freshman? WWE? I'll tell you right now, uh, for me, uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah. She's Major. Mm. Mm. Mage. And that match was as as sad as you made it sound too. The the Tegan Knox injury. Yeah. Bianca Belair. Last week's episode of NXT. Oh yeah, definitely Bianca Belair. Belair. And Montez Ford as well. Cause he's definitely he's definitely a star. And I don't know if when if or when the Street Profits break up, if it's gonna have like that impact but um once he's free to run run as a singles wrestler he's going to be a top 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 what about Shawn michaels he's he's popped up recently no i don't think he's going to make any of my lists um here's another nathan writes us and says mail when do you retire a wrestling shirt plus undertaker book contest entry hey pete and stat hardly that's pretty good. Mm. Uh, I know your connoisseurs are the finest wrestling merch, but I was wondering, what is the right time to hang up a piece of clothing for good? I've had to retire a few pieces of merch, including a Hogan shirt and a sick Enzo Cast jersey for obvious reasons. 
Have you ever permanently taken a shirt out of rotation? If so, why and when is the right time to put a piece of merch out to pasture? When they have, maybe, I have an answer to this question and uh, one specifically for Peter Rosenberg's collection. When it has Buff Bagwell on it. That, that went away. <laughs> I know. Buff Bagwell went away. I know. There was no need. And, and yes, you're also our next Boom Studios winner. I'll send that to you, Greg. Um, yeah, send me the other one too. Um, I already did. The hater. Um, not oh, no, Jeff, she, the what? But she wasn't, a, she wasn't a contest winner. Oh, she's not, oh, sorry. Cause people are putting in, they're like specifically mentioning it. The last ah, one, I see. The, the last one here. Mail. <laughs> Terrence says, sweet Pete and SGG, peace to you both and all the Packerheads. I'm writing in hopes this finds you in regard to the Taker giveaway. I'm 27, been a wrestling fan since I was five years old. Fell out for a little while. Bop, 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 bop. Um, Taker is the one guy that has gone from scaring the crap out of me as a kid. Remember when he actually tried to kill Stone Cold in that funeral home on Raw that one time? They don't really bring that up anymore, but I was shook. LOL. To me, growing and understanding the business and having a total respect for his greatness. My five favorite Taker matches, if I had to choose, would be number five, Taker versus Rock versus Angle, Vengeance 2002. Number four, Taker versus Mankind, King of the Ring 98. Three, Taker versus HBK, the aforementioned Bad Blood 97. Two, Taker versus Triple H, Mania 29, with Sean as uh, guest referee. And number one, Taker versus HBK at Mania 25. All right, Man. Terrence, we got you. I'll forward that to you, Greg. Those are our three winners yes, for the graphic. I got to say, though, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that two of um, two taker matches that don't get mentioned in his mythology, uh, you know, the Yokozuna match from Royal Rumble when he resurrected. I mean, come on. That one was kind of scary. True. And then the Undertaker versus Underfaker. I mean, it was a repug match, but the storyline and all of that, like, the imposter Undertaker showing up with Ted DiBiase, you just really didn't know at the time. Did he really sell out? Hmm. Nobody mentions those anymore. I prefer uh, the skyscrapers versus uh, Doom. Uh, that, those are my favorite Undertaker matches. Um, a lot of so, some nice messages from people asking about me not being on social. It's amazing, you know, Twitter. Is your Twitter, Instagram acting up, or have I somehow been blocked? People all think they're blocked. Who's out here blocking it people? Tell you if you're blocked. He has a lot of time to block people. That's no, what he does. Guys, it's, I it, keep this man busy. It is amazing though that we really have gotten to a time where if you're just like, I'm not doing social media, it, it really is like, <gasps> it's wild. Um, no, you get, here's, as someone called up the K show the other day and they said, Peter, don't let, we don't let the trolls get you. We need your voice on social media. I said, sir, I really appreciate that. You have my voice eight hours a day pre-podcast. 40 hours a week. I want to hear your voice more. You need more. I need more. I need more. So four on Ebro in the morning, four on K-Show a day, plus cheap heat and all the other old material that's out on the, uh, I think there's enough. I really do. A mage question for the mailbag. Mail. Dave says, hey, Pete, SGG, longtime listener, first time mailer. Thanks for keeping it mage and allowing me to enjoy myself every week. The rate of NXT call-up seems to have slowed a bit this year. Do you think the main roster has reached maximum capacity? Is there room for the likes of The Dream, Aleister Black, Adam Cole, etc.? Both rosters seem stacked right now. Does this affect WWE's ability to sign top talent? Dip, you can't wait to raise your hand. Yeah, on. yeah, I do because I have a very, <laughs> I, have a, I have a very hand raised, Go ahead. called upon. I have a very, <laughs> I have a very strong opinion of this because um, I was looking through the roster today, and um, it. I, I'll tell you right now, if you really look at it, you go on Wikipedia, you look at the roster. There is not that many main eventers as there was. Even two or three years ago, they have clearly made like a couple of years ago. We were wondering, is Jinder Mahal a main eventer? Is Finn Balor a main eventer? Is even Kevin Owens a main eventer? They have clearly now settled in to a who is a main eventer and who is a mid carter in this now in this moment, you know, like really the only main eventers that we have that are not legends we have. And who are who are there every week? We have Braun Strowman. We have, you know, Seth Rollins, if you call it that. You have Dean Ambrose now. 
You have AJ. You have Daniel Bryan and The Miz. Maybe Samoa Joe. That is literally it for main eventers. Hmm. When you're, lo- isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I mean, think yeah. about that. When you're I looking, think the fans it, put put us. Uh, we put ourselves in that position, though. But whether or not that's the case, these that's it. You're talking about the other people that will main event or be in major matches at WrestleMania. You have Lesnar. You have Angle. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, John Cena now is a legend. I would put him in that category. These are people they're relying on for big pops and ratings at Mania and big events. They are not week-to-week main eventers. So when you're talking about the amount of main eventers that there are, it's not as many as you'd think. The mid-card now has turned into what we thought were going to, who we thought were going to be main eventers two, three years ago. Finn Balor, Jinder Mahal, Randy Orton, Shinsuke. Maybe the best example of that. Kevin Owens, maybe the second best example of that. Even Rusev, Elias. I mean, the, the, the mid card is huge and the main event roster is very, very small. They have very few options about who they're going to put in big matches at big events right now. Big, especially with Roman gone. Dip, a very good answer from you. I'm very, very impressed. Uh, let's see. Uh, Andrew Stern writes us. What's your favorite battle royal ever, all time? I don't have one, do you? They basically suck. With an entire pay-per-view, why not do something cool instead of the regular battle royal stuff that the women's division always has dealt with? If the entire match is 20 minutes, have 75% of the eliminators of the competitors eliminated in the first five minutes, then have an awesome four or five person match for the rest. I think it's not a bad idea. WrestleMania 4 is probably my favorite battle royal ever. That's that's probably the one, I would say, in, in the beginning. Um, also one of my favorite events. But WrestleMania 4, you know, the Bad News Brown, you know, Bret Hart scenario. Destroying the, the trophy. Yeah, the, the trophy destroying the everything about it was mage galore. That was fun. You go through that, you, you watch that, and you go through the list of people on there, it is a list of luminaries in that match. That is a mage battle royal. That's my favorite. All right, guys. That's a damn good answer. He's very, very good. Last one. Ryan writes us. Did you already mail my mail? Um, no, mail. Long time listener, first time email, or maybe the first time email from a pastor, of which I am. Thanks for putting out a great product with Stack Guy Greg. Wanted to throw out two things out there and get your thoughts on the issues of the Bullet Club. With so many rumors about what Cody Rhodes, the Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Adam Page will do after their contracts expire the first of the year, do you think they'll come to the E? Second, if they do come, how would you book their debut? Royal Rumble appearance? Would you keep the whole group together? I'll leave that to you, SGG. Yeah, I hate... People are going to be mad at me when I say this, but I've said it before. Um, well, one, I do think the Bullet Club is coming to the WWE, and, and I do think that when they get here, they're immediately getting split up and sent their separate ways. Cody Rhodes and maybe the Young Bucks. Go main roster. Kenny Omega. And Adam Page goes straight to NXT. Adam Page probably gets a new name. And uh, Marty Scurll is probably not going to end up in WWE anytime soon. But yeah, Kenny Omega definitely is going to NXT, though. I totally disagree with this answer. I love you, though. Kenny Omega has to go to NXT. Kenny Omega is the the one of the most popular wrestlers on Earth. I'm sorry. No, Kenny Omega is one of the most popular wrestlers on the internet um, among the internet wrestling community and if he feels bigger than he actually is because we have these conversations in spaces that are created on the internet but he a may not be bigger than he is and also b his style is going to need like some tweaking and fine tuning um especially in the promo department that he can only get in the performance center because if you hit him on the road he's going to be overwhelmed with the changes that they try to make and he's not going to be the best he can be. Whereas if he's down in the PC, they can work with him away from the cameras and away from the watchful eyes without the stresses of the road. And then he can be main roster ready and get shot to the top when he gets there. But I don't think he gets to go straight to the main roster. I don't think he's ready for it. I think he's old, though, dude. I don't, you know, how many years could he be training in NXT? Not the training in NXT, but you know what I mean. Dude, he's hey, I, I don't know. I, sorry, I still disagree. Like, I think he's main old, roster. Old guys, old guys have gone straight like that. He's old, but who's Bobby. fault is that? He was in Bobby he Roode. was in 
yeah, Samoa Joe. Um, yeah, that's more true. often than not, guys go to, you know, Nakamura. Guys go to NXT and they, his age is a thing. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Like, I don't see them rushing that process just because he can't wait. And, you know, when they send him to NXT in a performance center, they can teach him techniques and work with his style and tweak it just a little bit that they'll add those years back onto his career with a safer style. It's a good point. I mean, but when does this happen? When is this going to happen? I mean, I know the contracts are up. One's January. Well, Young Bucks it, it contracts up in January. December. Young Bucks is up in December. Kenny's up in January. Yeah, I think I think I think it definitely happens in January. You really and, think um, that? Yeah, the, the Bullet Club, as we know it, I'm sure it's dead. Um, whether or not they all show up, I think some people are showing up for sure. All right, y'all. We got to put a bow. We got to put a bow on this nerd fest. Um, everyone enjoy evolution this week. Nerd fest. No, I mean what, what, it's, what? it's a nerdy podcast, huh? Uh, Rosenbergbeats at gmail dot com. You want to get down with the mailbag? SGG, do me a favor. Stay mage. Oh yeah. And Dipperstein. No, enjoy. Enjoy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay mage. <laughs>